When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode three, and man, this is a huge, huge episode, right? This thing is like jam packed with some amazing artists. Uh, it, we we uh, we got lucky this time for sure. We did. It, this episode is so crazy. I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are on the crazy, the crazy episode. I'm Mick, and I'm here with my good. My good buddy, my partner in crime, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is a this is an awesome show. I, I can't wait to share this with people because, uh, you know, I, yeah, it, it's killer. It, it's definitely killer. So, um, people are gonna like this for sure. Oh yeah, and it's so crazy and so special that I actually have permission to do something, even. This is even, this isn't even correct grammar, but we're gonna go there. Even more specialer. Specialer. <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, uh, maybe you've seen some of the teasers. If you, if you follow Coffee and Hardcore, you might have seen some of the teasers, some of the stuff that that uh, that Wiley and I are involved with. Uh, Wiley and I are in a band called uh, Redline. And we are, we, we've got a single coming out on April the 8th, a single and a video, but Marco, who's like the head in the whole thing. He's like the man. He's like the guy who uh, is in charge of everything Redline. He's going to hate it that I said that. But anyway, right. Marco's a good dude. And Marco was like, Hey, if you want to, you can drop the single early. Yeah. So definitely. we have permission to drop the new Redline single 11th hour and we're going to do it right here at the beginning because this is a crazy crazy episode and it's packed full of awesome stuff so yeah should we do it right now hell yeah definitely all right here
Yeah. Awesome. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for this stuff to come out, and uh, this song is definitely killer. And if you don't know, it's 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 uh, guys from Life Force and Two Minute Minor and Iron Sharpens Iron, and of course I was in Zeo. So it's like it's kind of like I don't want to say it's a super group because that gives me weird vibes when I say that. But it's all a bunch of cool dudes. It's a bunch of bunch of cool dudes. Probably like one of the most anticipated uh, releases that I got for this year because um you know it, it's great it's great stuff and i'm excited for the the rest of it and, and to see where you guys go with it for sure yeah it, i'm stoked and th- this song's pretty cool it's pretty special uh mm-hmm. and uh there's some things coming out with it on on april 8th that you'll see and and hopefully we can get folks to participate with it as well so it's, it's gonna be really cool i don't want to give anything away so right. yeah it, it's gonna be a cool song but here's here's the deal that's that's just a snippet of what's happening tonight because uh right we have the the bass player for be well we have aaron with us and not only was aaron in be well but he was also but he's also from bane and another band that you might have heard of what what what, what was that band uh, con- con- converge <laughs> yeah you know that yeah. band yeah <laughs> he, even he had a little stint with uh oh they're still going uh, only crime with um a certain uh, drummer who who plays for the Descendants, right? Right, right, Ray Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it jam packed, man. I, and he just an awesome conversation with him and what's going on with Be Well. And uh, of course, we talk bass tone because you know mm-hmm. he's a bass, bass player. Tone. A bass and, and and coffee too because he's and coffee. He's, he's in the biz. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So that's a great conversation. Uh, we uh, we review some coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. we talk about, a uh, the new, um, single from be well, as well as a up and coming band from Milwaukee called big laugh. So yep. we're going to be talking about them as well. And then as an extra special, just <laughs> tasty, uh, morsel to add to this episode, we have Matt from subsist. He's talking about, uh, them re-releasing uh, their uh, early 2000s uh, album that never came out. That is a crazy killer metalcore album. They yeah. remixed it, re- remastered it, did all this stuff to it. And we got to hear it before it got out there. And uh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, pre- it's pretty killer stuff. It's like a, a great mix of uh, hardcore and metalcore. Yeah, like it, yeah, super cool. So yeah, we've got, um, we've got, that interview and and as an added bonus to that um matt is also in a band with uh his good friend adam who mm-hmm. um is in uh a band called bears his teeth which is yep. another killer band uh they got two singles out and they got more coming up and so they talk about that for a little bit so yeah this is a jam-packed episode with a lot of great stuff bunch of great artists you know <laughs> great great people yeah for sure so so we are going to kick this episode off with the interview with Adam from Bewell. So we just we want to kick it off right. So here it is. Check it out. What a great great episode. All right. It is so awesome at this moment to welcome uh Someone that is a part of a band that that Stephen and I have talked talked a whole lot about. Uh, Wiley and I have talked a whole lot about. It's we've we played a ton, 
and we're super excited for this. But we have Aaron from Be Well with us and a ton of other projects that we could talk about too. But <laughs> but we're super we're super excited about the Be Well stuff that's that's coming out. But man, how's it going? Good. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks so much. It's going uh it's going pretty good over here. Awesome. So yeah, we're stoked to have you, man. Yeah, I'm glad it all lined up. So let's start with this because uh when wiley told me that this was possibly going to work out i i freaked out a little bit and the reason why is <laughs> i i love the weight and the cost lp so much like it's what got me through the pandemic so to speak and really a lot of other hard stuff that was going on so let, let can we talk about that album for a second like sure dude, sure thank you by the way i mean no problem it's uh came on a really weird time but i think it was uh good for a lot of people i think it was like you know i think a lot of stuff came out during the beginning of the pandemic and it either just kind of lost its way but somehow this kind of stuck you know so how how did be well even start like how did this how did even so i've known brian since brian mcturnan since 90 two or 93 i can't remember exactly when i met him it was when his old band ashes played in boston that i met him but i've known him like once i met him i i was we became really good friends since and he recorded the majority of the bane stuff he wrote recorded a bunch of converge stuff um i've known mike for a fairly long time i would say quite as long but i've known mike schleibaum for a good 20 years at least actually probably more than that thinking about how old we are it's probably more than that (laughs) but uh (laughs) probably met him in the mid to late 90s um and so what happened is i had uh i moved down to maryland temporarily my wife had a uh opportunity for an apprenticeship um so we moved down there and uh it was a while after bain had ended and I was kind of going through a pretty rough time myself, actually, uh, <laughs> mentally. And uh, somebody randomly had told Brian that I had moved down there. And he is like, he hit me up right before Battery's, Battery was going to Europe. I was like, hey, I'm starting this new band. Let me send me a song, see if you like it. So, and at that point, it was only really just Brian and Mike. They had recorded some stuff with some other people just like playing. But uh, it was just Brian and Mike at the time. And they had asked me to play. And then before I responded, they were in Europe. They had reached out to Peter, who was in um, Fairweather. And they had, they had asked him if he'd want to play. And he said, yeah, I'll play guitar. And then when they came back from Europe, they were like, hey, do you want to play bass? And I was like, sure. I haven't played bass since the first Bane demo, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but actually now I'm, I'm really like playing bass. I miss the guitar a lot, but uh, I like playing bass. It's, it's fun. It's fun. And then after uh, I, Peter and I joined, um, Shane, the drummer from Fairweather came up and it was like an instant, instant fit. Right. It was like perfect. Wow. So, yeah. So it's it's cool. a, lot, a lot, a lot of big names coming out there. I mean, you got, you got bands like Converge, Bane. Um, what's the other one's only crime? Yep. Which I, I yep. gotta, I gotta ask. Cause if I, if I don't, someone's going to be really mad at me. Um, <laughs> What is it like working with Bill Stevenson? It's very surreal. 
So quick story about that, if you want. Yeah, so totally. Bain, Bain <laughs> we'll come back. Tour. We'll come back around. <laughs> Bane went to Bane went to uh, did a tour with Good Riddance and Strike Anywhere, and Russ, mm-hmm. the singer from Good Riddance, and I became really good friends over start off over coffee, really. Um, so we became really good friends, and back then there were so many bands doing different bands with people, and he was just like, "Oh, we should do something sometime." I was like, "Cool." I mean, I love right. Good Riddance. I was like, "Yeah, cool. If something happens, whatever." And then we started looking for people. And then it was like, you know, early 2000, it was like 2003. So like cell phones were around, but they weren't like the thing that you had now. And he had called me and left me a message. He's like, hey, (laughs) Bill wants to play drums. And I didn't click who it was. So like the next day, I was like, shit, he means Bill Stevenson. (laughs) Like the reason reason I got into all these bands, like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, But it's very surreal but at the same time like i mean it's really weird to say but like bill is like one of my best friends now which is really weird right that's like, awesome i mean like him and his family had me live like i lived out in, in santa fe for a while and um i get divorced and then like i lived with bill and his family for a while and like the foot of my bed was like his black flag drums and i was like this is fucking weird <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, but he's like he's he, he's he's the best dude. He's like the most down to earth, but amazing person. You know, so. that's awesome. And for all the young kids that listen to this, um, if you don't know who Bill Stevenson is, he he plays in a band called The Descendants. I highly recommend you listen to their stuff. Yeah, and now we can we can get back to be well now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah we just got everybody together for be well and it was like all those and it just kind of like came together really organically you know and uh the first record most of that brian had already written the majority of that before we had he had been writing he i can't even count the amount like the different versions of those songs that i heard throughout like a year like he would just re-record record record so it was like you know but yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. It was I think it was something we all needed at that time, for sure. Um, but yeah, we we're we're all we all love it. Yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna ask because that that album touches a lot on, like working through some really tough shit. Yeah, working you know a lot you know there's a lot of like uh, positive mental health aspects to like you know find help or work through stuff and all that stuff is that something that brian brought to the table or like was that all of you together or no he brought that all to the table really Mm -hmm. like uh like brian has struggled with his mental health for a long time and it like you know being older like i'm sure you guys know i mean i don't know how old you guys are but i mean i yeah like back when we were (laughs) yeah yeah. back when we were young like it it still is kind of a stigma you know and that's why we have so many problems in this country like people literally losing their mind and like going on a rampage or like you know just running themselves into the ground because they have some something wrong you know and they can't figure out why you know and i i think the cool thing about the lyrics i don't know if if i say the cool thing about it but like all the things brian talks about and i think that's why i connected so much is like you may not connect with it in the specific way that he's saying right but almost everybody connects with it in some way right you know like they you know he'll sing about his daughter but it may not be actually like your daughter or your son to you it could be something else you know some sort of other relationship you know yeah i 
I know when I sent that record to uh, Wiley to check out, I told him, I was like, you don't understand how much this speaks to like right now. I'm like, you're going to, you're going to find something in this that hits you pretty hard. And, yeah. and honestly, I don't know how many people I've talked to when I bring up this album, they're like, Oh man, that helped me th- so much through this or so much through that. Right. And yeah. it, it's yeah. so cool that for a record to kind of have that uh, weight to it. Um, yeah. It was, it was just awesome. And what's funny for me is, is like when I was a teenager, like listening to battery and that had a huge influence on me uh, in Zeo and the early beginnings of that and, and bass and all that. And then, you know, then playing with Ashes later on in life. Yeah. And then, you know, and now here we are with uh, Be Well. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, just the circles come back around again. It's, it's crazy. Like, I think I've been, I mean, being in a band that's like, like that once is is extremely lucky lucky but like being in like a band with like like bane like all of aaron's lyrics were very like personal and influential and like you know had a positive impact on people and that would like be well it's just like it's 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 i'm pretty lucky you know like you've been a part of some awesome um some music and and created some some crazy crazy stuff that's going to last for a long time yeah um, it's pretty it's pretty cool like that the treadless single that you guys just dropped it like just picked right up from where you guys left off um, yeah so i find it really interesting that you 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 said that the um brian had written most of the stuff but when you on this next one that's coming up the hello sun wake me up is that something that you guys all did or did brian kind of work on that yeah we all kind of worked on it too and it was oh, like nice. he, had, he, nice. he always has stuff that's like he's he's a machine like he just <laughs> always has stuff coming up so it's awesome you know what i mean it's like not, right yeah. now there's not really like a lack of you're not like oh shit we gotta write some songs you know right so right yeah that's great yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't wait i can't wait till that drops because you guys again teasing us with that single it's it sounds like it's gonna be another killer we're killer really piece, excited so. yeah yeah we're very excited i hope people enjoy it so people I, that have heard it are, we've gotten really good responses from the people that have heard so far so awesome awesome yeah yeah so what what can we expect from this new album coming out like how many how many songs are we looking at it's only it's an ep it's only six songs okay it's a one-sided mm-hmm. 12 inch awesome. um it's uh it's kind of cool it's a one-sided 12 inch with a silk on the vinyl it's like silk screened on one side and the and all the songs are on the other side um but it's kind of like you said it kind of picks up where waiting the cost ended like it's very uh it's very mixed. Like it's not all fast hardcore songs. It's not all like, like rock kind of songs. It's like everything. It's kind of a mix of everything, and everything kind of just flows together. I think you know what I mean. Awesome. So we're we're all really really proud of it. Like, I think, I th- some like I don't remember who Brian said it was that said this, but like it was sent to a magazine and they called Brian. They were like, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but you know. <laughs> I really liked waiting the cost, but I honestly thought it was like a fluke or like just like a like a flash in the pan. But they heard the new record and they were like, it's definitely not. So I mean, I'm hoping people really like it. So yeah. It's pretty cool. And I know I got a I got a couple of vinyls. 
So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> we all jumped on that pre-buy pretty fast. Yeah, the last one it was kind of a mistake. I don't want to say it was a mistake. There's so many different colors because people like they did a couple pressings at a time. Mm-hmm. and then it just like kept it sold so quickly that we were just like just sell them like we'd rather have kids have them so mm-hmm. that's why the last row and had so many different colors because it was like supposed to be like spaced out for like different pressings right. but then it was just like it went quick so we're like you know what just let's just get it out there it's <laughs> so. awesome yeah yeah so let's talk because i'm a bass player and the tone on this on on that album was so great like yeah let's talk rig for a second like what are you using so i use uh the micro terror the orange micro terror mini terror micro terror micro terror yeah and that that's it and i that and and a p base oh wow yeah 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 now i i use (laughs) well now i actually just i mean i wasn't a bass player so i was like all right that that's what like to me honestly i was like i love James, who played in Bane towards the end, that's what he had for an amp. Yeah. So I was like, this sounds great. I'm going to get that. And my theory with guitar, too, was always like, you should be able to just plug into your amp and have it sound awesome. You shouldn't need all this stuff. I mean, I understand, like, you know, like Brian, I mean, uh, Peter and Mike use like delay pedals and all that stuff. That's different. But like, just for your tone, you should be able to plug in and have your awesome tone. Um, But since then, I actually got for playing wise i just got a jazz bass and it has active pickups and it sounds so much better it sounds like like meaner without sounding like over the top so, right yeah i'm stoked for that yeah cool. I, that, that's what i snagged one of uh, a jazz bass not too long ago with actives and i, I just totally love it it's nine day like i had a uh, uh my strap broke on that last run like mid song and then like i went to grab my p bass and i plugged it in, and i was like oh this does not sound as good. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like it was, it was very apparent. <laughs> and dudes, you're lucky you have, you have one of those orange micro tears. Cause dude, you can't even get those right now. Like really? I work at a music store and the orange stuff is like, you, you can't yeah, because of everything going on. You, we can't get them in stock. Yeah. Haven't been, I guess, haven't had them in stock for three years. Damn. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Damn. That's so crazy. you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, We've heard a rumor that you are also a coffee roaster. I am. I am. <laughs> Can we talk about that for Essex. a little bit? Yeah, Essex coffee <laughs> roasters. It's uh my passion. Uh, I started it while well, I was home roasting for a while in like 2000. End of 2016, 2017, I started really. I started home roasting a whole bunch because. I mean, the long, the shorter story is whenever I was on the road, I always just like look, look for coffee. Like I've always loved coffee. And I mean, what else are you going to do in the middle of freaking right. wherever <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, you know? So I've always done it and I started home roasting and then actually uh, Paul from between the buried and me, uh, the owns, um, is it queen city road? Oh, night, night, night. Night Flyer? I forget. I feel like a total asshole now because I forget the name of the place. <laughs> but I started to, I'm really good friends with his wife. So we talked a bunch and then he he got in touch with me and like we started he really helped me a lot. And um I started doing more and more. 
and I was really good friends with this coffee shop in Salem. They had been around for like 20 years. And uh, they were like, oh, bring some beans in. And uh, I will try to, we'll, we'll use it for our medium roast or whatever. So I started doing that. And then they loved it so much that they kept pushing me to do it like, like not full-time. I mean, I have a real full-time job, but to do it more. And uh, essentially they were like, if you can do it, then we'll start using you for everything. So they kind of like really pushed me to do wow. it, which is awesome. And uh, nice. so that, it really started in like the middle of 2018 is when I really started to like try to push it. So now is this something that folks can, can order online or? or... Yeah. Yeah. If you just go to EssexCoffeeRoasters.com. Awesome. Um, I roast my kind of whole spiel is like, I only use specialty grade coffee, but I don't want to be some snooty coffee shop <laughs> or like, I don't have a shop right now, but like, right. I just like, I want to be able to like, get great coffee to whoever wants it and have them feel good about it. Not have them feel like they should know more or something, you know? Right. Um, but like I roast, essentially I roast everything to order. I roast every other week. So I just like roast a little bit more than what I need. And then like, so I have a little bit of like spillover to the next one, but like every, like if you order online, it takes like a week to 10 days just cause like I may not have it roasted and then I'll roast it in my next batch, which is pretty awesome super fresh so, yeah, yeah yeah like anything now anything over like two to three weeks for me i'm like i can't use it <laughs> like, which is totally <laughs> awful because it's like in sealed bags and everything but and it's fresher than you'd get in any store really so right but you know you know i'm kind of snooty about it to myself about that because it's not it's, to me i'm like it's not fresh enough <laughs> it's, it's tough tough trying others others than you order stuff online by the time it gets to you like no i'm, I'm good <laughs> yeah yeah exactly 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 <laughs> i'm definitely gonna have to try some of that stuff sure but yeah, what, can... um what do you usually use like do you have like a, a signature um roast or is it you kind so of mix do, it up here and there yeah i do mostly single origins so yeah. um i i i try to rotate it a bunch but things have been so crazy with the pandemic and importing and all that stuff it's been a little bit weird um, yeah, I heard I heard beans were tough to get. Yeah, yeah. Like the three importers I use are have been pretty good, which is nice. Um, but I usually have like four or five single origins, like always a Brazil, a Guatemalan, um, Mexico, um, usually an Ethiopian. Um, but then I have two blends that I always offer, just an espresso blend and a yeah. uh, a breakfast blend. That's cool. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Be Well's got a string of shows coming up with Hot Water Music and Strike Anywhere, right? Yep, starting uh, Wednesday. Wow. Yep. Yeah. You, nice. Yeah. How is that? That's going for a couple months or just a month? No, no, no. It's only it's only five shows. Five so shows. the way the way Hot Water does things now, which is kind of cool actually, when you're old, is uh, <laughs> they only do weekends. <laughs> nice. Right. It's the best. It's it's yeah. it's the only thing that sucks is like two weeks. Three weeks ago i don't remember uh we played with them in a veil we did north carolina atlanta and florida we played st pete but driving back from st pete sucked like we drove like three oh, hours yeah. sunday night and they woke up monday morning at like seven in the morning and just drove and it was just uh, i don't i don't miss that no <laughs> not at <Yeah>. all <laughs> not at all <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you guys get 
Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, uh, you guys got something coming up this summer too, right? Yeah, we're doing. Uh, it's actually, I think it's five weeks total with Newfound Glory and Four Years Strong, but nice. it's cool because it's split up. So it's like the end of May into the beginning of June. It's two and a half weeks. Then we have like almost all of June and almost all of July off, and then it's two and a half weeks again, which is great. So. It's nice splitting it up like that, you know. But then that one ends in Austin, Texas. We get to drive back from Austin, so. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first half is all East Coast, which is great, and then the second one is like it ends in Austin. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna be fun. No, I, I, I do not miss that run from no. Texas back to the East Coast. Not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and uh, so. You all played Furnace Fest last year. Is there a plan yep. to play Furnace Fest again this year? Or? We really wanted to, but they don't want to bring a lot of bands back oh. year after year, which stinks because we were the original one was the year the record came out. Right. So right. it would have been awesome, but then it get pushed, obviously. So now it stinks because the record's going to be out and we're not going to be able to play until the following year again, which stinks. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll change their mind, but we're doing. Um, we're all dads and right now full-time jobs also. So it's kind of tough, but we also are going to Europe in October. So that's going to eat up a lot of time. And that's like pretty much the beginning of, of, of October. Wow. So Furnace Fest is the end of September again. It might be a little hard to pull off. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But we'll see. I would think, it, I would think it's pretty tough these days too. Cause you know, you, you, with the, the COVID factor and everything that's going on in the world, it, you get out there and then, you know, things can change real quick. Yeah. Um, and especially when you're, you have a family at home, it's tough to commit to like a, a full tour across the country. Yeah. Um, it's hard, man. You know, I, I don't know. I watch, I see kids online with in the young bands and stuff and I don't know how they do it. Like um, I give them props for sure for getting out yeah. there and stuff, but, but yeah, it's, it's the world's a little different, it's a different place right now. Yeah. yeah. It's weird too. Like those shows, even those shows that we played a couple weeks ago, with hot water and a veil like there were big venues and like we really weren't close to kids but it was still like having like ptsd being like oh i can't go anywhere right. anywhere you know right right it's weird and it's weird because yeah. like well this past summer when we had that show in massachusetts for Stu, the old bass player from bain it was like right before delta hit and it was like mm -hmm. the perfect timing. Like, I'm so thankful for that. But it was like, we went to show was at the House of Blues. Like Massachusetts was like 30 cases a day of that. So like, you're at the House right. of Blues, like nobody had a mask on. It was like this perfect little lull. But then all of a sudden, it was just like, yeah, nope, can't have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is, that, is there anything in the works for only crime? Or is that kind of like a we a talk about deal. it no no it's definitely not a done deal we talk about it all the time but now that before covid right before it was always i was busy with bane and everybody else didn't have anything to do and mm. then <laughs> when once bane ended now everybody else is super busy right and i don't have it i didn't have anything to do <laughs> so of course <laughs> but we we talk all the time about getting together like every few months i mean i could look at the, the text thread and it's every few months like clockwork right. so we'd be like all right let's get together and write and then 
something happens. And now obviously with COVID, it's even harder. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking about oh. writing with all of the original members also plus Matt. So we'll see. So there'd be like three guitar players. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It'll happen so, someday. Who Who is in Guar? Because I, 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 keep, uh, I had my notes. And I, I saw Guar kept coming up. Who, Zach who Blair. Okay. The guy that's right. now in Rise Against was in Guar <laughs> for a while. Yeah. All right. I got yeah. you. <laughs> it's one of those bands you'll never forget. I think, I don't remember the name, but I think, it, I, I, I can't remember which one he was actually. I can't remember which one in Guar he was. I don't know if I'm supposed to say either, but I remember right. which one he was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so come after me. One of, one of those, show, those shows that you'll never forget. They're, they're fun. They're, uh, yeah. they're definitely different, but fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Stephen, before I ask the fun question, did you, did you have any more serious questions? Before we, um, before we no, drop I mean, the phone I, one? I mean, I, I'm just, I, I want to say thank you personally because um, the bands that you've been in helped write these, these the music and stuff. It's just, uh, you should be very proud of your career, man. Like, it's, it's some amazing work. Um, so like, you know, Converge and Bane and and now Be Well, like those are like a top three for me. So uh, yeah, I'm super stoked to talk to you and, and I can't wait to see what's next. Cause I think this is just Be Well starting. Like, I feel like they're going to be around for a long time. I hope so. so. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like, I definitely don't want to like, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to let people know, but like, like we've said it in Bane all the years, but like we, we thank people as much as they thank us. Cause it's like, honestly, like we wouldn't have done what we did for as long as we did it. If it wasn't for everybody, you know, like we always did it for ourselves cause we wanted to play and we always wrote the music on to right. But like the people are, are what really drove us to like keep doing it. You know, it's cool. It's cool so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So here, here's the fun question. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame, but what is your guilty pleasure TV show or band? Like something, if someone knew that this is what you watched <laughs> or you listened to, and I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here. It's that way, you'll know, this is a safe space. Um, Um, so many people have said the bachelor so know that you're safe (laughs) i'm i'm gonna be completely honest and saying for tv show i can't really think of one except for like all right i'll name two for a tv show they're not around anymore all right but nip nip tuck (laughs) and and true blood yeah true blood's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for and for a music i yeah. mean for a musician i guess it's not as bad but system of a down <laughs> nice i i i'm not a fan of new metal whatsoever but there's something mm-hmm. about that that it just i don't know yeah 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 i i, I know you're talking about oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nip tuck was like a religious thing i'd watch it every week <laughs> that's hilarious i think my, my wife was into that a whole lot too yeah, I get real weird real quick though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. So we always like everything that any of our guests are into, like uh, their bands and you know we and you know other stuff they're into. We always promote it on the you know on the episode and give links and everything. So we'll definitely push, you know, your coffee. We'll push the bands and all that. But is there anything else that you can think of that you just want to promote? Some other bands that you think people should check out, or you know anything like. I mean, just 
once COVID, I mean, honestly, like, I don't want to say any specific bands really, but like once people feel safe going out, like go to shows as much as you can, like not even for the bands, but for the venues, like if, if the half the venues are around when this is all said and done, we'll be lucky. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Unfortunately, like all those like PPP loans and all that stuff, like it didn't help the small people because like musicians don't make money on the books 90% of the time. So it's like no bands could do anything. You know, they're losing money. All the so many venues closed or came close to closing, you know, and now they're going to have a hard time getting people to go because people are so scared they're going to get sick and die. I mean, right. You know, so I mean, if anything, I would just say, as much as you can, you know, help bands out with buying shirts, anything. And when you feel safe going to shows, like don't complain when the shows are like 20, 25 bucks, because you know what? 10 years ago, 20 years ago, shows were 10 bucks. So, right. you know, with everything going on, like you have to help the bands, you know, like it's, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah. Or artists in general. Like, I think, I hope, I hope if anything comes out of all this, that people realize that art in general, like musicians, artists, anything like you don't realize that you, what what you get out of that till it's not there. You know what I mean? Like you can't, when you can't go to a museum or you can't like do anything, like you don't realize that what it does for you and your mental well-being till after it's not there, you know? A lot of people like talking to people that they, you know, they're like a lead singer of a band and, and they're used to touring across the country. The next thing you know, they're dead stopping the tracks and they, they can't leave their house. I think yeah. a lot of a lot of band members saw that and now coming back to the concerts, they're like, wow, like, you know, this is something that, you know, we need to cherish. So it's, it, I feel like it both sides, like the fans and the musicians, they've kind of come together and be like, you know, let, let's, let's do this even better now. Um, yeah. Like I definitely... Pretty- I definitely didn't realize till, I mean, it was like a common com, uh, combination of like COVID and stuff, but like, I didn't realize, sorry, my, my kid has guinea pigs as things are screaming in the background. <laughs> if you can't hear them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize like, like what I said earlier when like Brian had asked me to be and be well, like I didn't, I was not in a great spot, but I didn't realize as weird as it sounds, but what I was getting out playing like I've been touring since I graduated high school. Right. Like I started touring in 1992 and I stopped in 2016. Wow. Like I didn't know what I was getting out. And then when Bane stopped a few years late after that, it just like really all hit me mm-hmm. that like, Oh shit. Like, and then COVID happened and then our best friend gets sick. And then it was just like, Oh, you just realize you, you just, take a lot of things for granted and i just that's one thing that i i, I hope every, again i hope everybody learns is to not take that for granted because it is very fragile and it can go away in a minute you know yeah so it's yeah. true yeah. well man hey thank you so much for hanging out with us going no, on thank the show. you thank and, you uh, dude hey, can't wait to hear the rest of the album so stupid. yeah, I'm excited for everybody to hear it. There's a little <laughs> clip. If you there's a I think Brian, I think we all posted it, but there's a I mean, I think it's only like 10 seconds long. <laughs> but there's another clip of another song that just came out too. Nice for the show nice. is coming up. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, man. And I think there's still pre-orders up on Rev for that and and hits. Yeah. yeah. So so 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for having me, man. All right. Awesome. No problem. Right. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it. All right, everybody, here we go. We're going to get into the uh, album reviews. So the, uh, the first one up we got here is uh, Big Laugh. Um, definitely nothing to laugh about. These guys are serious. Uh, some, <laughs> so, some, uh, some great Milwaukee um, hardcore punk. Um, you know, I, I heard this from, from Wiley, and um, I was like, oh, you know, this is good. I, I got into it. Dude, it got, it got better and better as I listened to it. Definitely some some of my favorite songs were the, the Imposter and No Embrace. Um, you can hear in the jams the influence of the Boston hardcore scene. Um, some yeah. bands like SSD. Um, it even has some like power violence influence from Infest. Um, it's definitely it's in there. These guys I would right now you could put them in Boston and they would fit in perfect with what's going on <laughs> over here. Like seriously, like they they have that 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 sound um and i think this is just the beginning because when it was released in may may of uh, 2020 yeah so um it's not just released so i'm hoping we get some more coming um right you know th- these guys I-, I love it i love the sound it definitely th- that first song on the ep the, in- the imposter song is is my favorite um and and again they i think they would they would they definitely would fit right in over here in Boston for sure. Um, but uh, what would you, what do you think about it? What you, you want to drop imposter first and then come back? Yeah. yeah let's throw it down. All right. All right. Here it comes. Here's, here's imposter. Here's my thoughts and yeah. Wiley sent this to us and I mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to listen to it right off the bat. 
So I was at work. And so I just was like, oh, hey, I'm going to do some research on the band because I know we're going to talk about the album. So I did some research and I read all this stuff like from a couple different interviews. And so I had this expectation and that's the worst thing to do before you listen to a band because I was expecting one thing and I got a different thing. And normally I do the opposite. Normally I listen and then read up. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see that. So I expected something different. And so when I finally listened to it, I was kind of sad because I was like, this isn't what I expected. So I took Uh, a day off and I came back. And when I came back, I listened to it again. I was like, okay, there it is. I get it. And then I started to hear the Boston influence. And the thing that threw me off is because one interviewer said, there's nothing like this out there. It's just so fresh and so new, which it is. But to me, I was like, there's so many other bands that kind of fit in this. Like there's a right. newer hardcore that's kind of out right now. And these mm-hmm. guys, I'm not saying that they're like way back in the background. No, I think these guys could be way out front um, right. because it kind of has that dry socket feel to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, yep. And so, you know, like kind of like that. And, and it's just, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way or a bad way. I mean, this in a good way. It's snotty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. snotty. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's like something that happens that totally grabs your attention. You're like, uh, and that's how it is. And then on top of that, you add the crazy nasty bass tone <laughs> Yep. <laughs> on this album. And you're like, holy cow. And the singer just doesn't, he's just constantly, he's almost like he's got, it's, it's this, I just get this picture of this snot nosed kid in my face yeah. like constantly getting my attention. And that's what, that's what this band is. It's like that, just this nasty. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just this nasty hardcore that just constantly attack you. It's a, it's, it's a, good. it's a, it's a great blend of hardcore and punk. Um, they take like the two aspects and, and smash it together. And the songs are super quick. So I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's great. I want more. Like <laughs> right. I need more. Like, you know, they, they got me, they got me there. I'm ready. Now let's, let's get like a full length going. Cause you know, and, it, and like you said, they're ahead of it. Cause they dropped this in 2020 right, right. now. Th- this is the sound right now. Like right. 2022, this is, this is what's coming out. So they're, they're way ahead of it. And I think they're, I didn't do a ton of research on their age, but I'm, I think there's some young kids. So yeah, they're, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think, I think they're going to be around for a while. Right. Um, and I'm stoked. I think, I think they could, you know, get a lot of, um, a lot more attention with a, a full length. So right. no pressure. <laughs> and, and I think, uh, I think we just need to go ahead and drop no embrace as well. Yeah. Cause that's another it. good song. So we're going to drop it right here. So 
<laughs> since since we had Bewell on, I thought we would just throw in uh, their new single that came out called Threadless, which is <sighs> so good. And I'm excited that that you know just hearing this makes me know that this new EP that's getting ready to come out is yeah. going to be awesome. And I can't wait to hear it. And I know Wiley was like, it's like, I'm so happy. Like the new, that new single shows me that, you know, there's going to have more of a higher hardcore vibe. And, uh, cause that was the thing that, that threw him off so much with that last LP. It took him a while. And I said, you just keep listening and see what happens. And he, he finally right. was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That album. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, it, I think that Adams, he mentioned that it's got a little bit of everything though. Yeah, um, he did. He did. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely got a little bit of everything. And, and right now they're, they're going down the East coast playing their new songs. So, you know, I've seen, I've been watching them and, and they're every show has been sold out, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Right. So, yeah. This, I'm excited. Hello, son. Wake me up. It, it definitely, I'm ready for it. And I'm ready for my, my, um, variant of vinyls to show up as well right because <laughs> i jumped on that bang wagon yeah you got more than you got more than one variant didn't you i got i got two yes. yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah this, this, so this this so, song is this killer like absolutely love it um the lyrical content again mm-hmm. is just I don't, it's almost like you could, you could take the lyrics from this, these, this, the last album and even this song and just have a, just like, it's, I feel like we need to sit down at a table and have a conversation. Like, right. <laughs> you know, it opens up so much. Um, but yeah, I, so I just, we just got to play this song. I think yeah, you why get, not? You get throw it, throw it down for him for sure. All right.
so yeah killer song so good yeah i can't wait for the rest of it <laughs> me too me too <laughs> so yeah so so later on on the show we're gonna have matt from subsist and uh we're gonna throw a couple tracks from from their album that's coming out which you can if i'm not mistaken i think they're they're pre-buy that got going on there some of the vinyl are running out like I, oh I, yeah yeah he, he it's, said it's that selling quick a, a couple of colors i think are gone and he had yeah. only a couple couple variants left so yeah, yeah he did they did a great job moving those they um yeah it's cool artwork too. That yeah, artwork is really cool. Is artwork. Pretty, pretty sick. So and yeah, this stuff. And it's definitely brutal. The whole album is brutal. We, we had an opportunity to to check it all out, but we're gonna we're gonna drop uh, Phil four nine nine. I hope I'm saying it right. It's either Phil four nine nine or Phil four hundred and ninety nine. Um, <laughs> but still, it's a killer song. <laughs> yeah, it is. And. It, it's sorry, you, sorry, and you, you have to remember like this is from early 2000s so yeah. um if you it's didn't ahead of the say, game if you for didn't that just time. Say, if you just if you didn't just say that they wouldn't even know like I legit, know. you this this album could be released today and and you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know it was from from back then <laughs> yeah it's that good yeah uh, yeah killer stuff so we're gonna drop that song you ready drop it, it. check out check out this track <laughs> I told you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, so, and, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring up, uh, if I didn't bring up Adam and Matt's newer band called bears his teeth. Uh, they got two killer singles out right now. We'll put those in. Um, we always do like a coffee and hardcore set list. It's on Spotify. You can check out all the bands that we talk about, even bands that we mentioned in passing. I normally throw a track on there. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. If we talk about David Bowie, I'm going to throw a David Bowie track on there, <laughs> but we'll, 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 uh, we'll throw the two singles from bears teeth on bears, his teeth on there as well. So you guys can check them out. Cause they're amazing. And I can't wait for their new, stuff that's getting ready to come out and hopefully when it drops we'll get maybe get adam to come back on again uh and, or just review the album because i know it, i know it's going to be awesome so yeah yeah killer stuff cool. this week or this uh, this episode so, so much talent it's like a ton of talent <laughs> right. it's crazy <laughs> all right here we are it's episode three and we have double trouble tonight we're actually talking to two different bands which is really awesome uh we've got matt from subsist and matt is also in this other awesome band called bears teeth and we've got adam with us as well so adam and matt welcome thank you for being with us Thanks so much guys so we've got some cool stuff with the, in this episode because we're bringing on some 
old school, right? Matt, we, we, we're talking about uh, your releases that's getting ready to come out, uh, The Rhythm Method by Subsist. And this has been a process for a while, right? Like, like tell us a little bit about this, this whole thing coming out. Yeah, yeah. So The Rhythm Method is an album that we recorded um, back in the year 2000. So 22 years in the making. Um, we recorded it kind of as a band was breaking up. Um, we wanted to document the songs that we had. Um, we had no label or no backing to, to do it much with it. So we just burned some CDs and had it out our last show. Um, we had the sound guy do a quick mix, which, you know, that's right. You know, not, not the ideal. It wasn't, it wasn't what we wanted. Um, and so it's just something that from time to time, one of the members of the band would like message each other and be like, man, I just listened to that today. You know, it's, it's, I think it still holds up. It's pretty good. Um, and then it would kind of die off and then someone else would bring it up. Um, but then um, there was a book that came out in uh, 2020 called uh, Punks in Peoria. Um, and that kind of ignited a little spark where, um, you know, the, the band was asked to play a reunion show. Um, but we got to thinking like, well, if we're going to play, like maybe someone would buy this if we had it available. So we kind of tried to rush it out for that. Um, and, and really that's, that's where it started happening. Um, we had a, uh, um, a friend of a friend recommended a, a, a guy named Jason Bittner that does audio restoration. So we sent him the ADAT tapes, hoping that they were still good um, after 22 years. He extracted the audio, made it to digital, sent it to our good friend, Derek Blackburn at Quiet House Recording. And he did all the magic, like he made that stuff sound like it was recorded today um and we were just super happy with that man that's killer and and like um it's it holds up too man it brings back so many like crazy memories from that time frame and i'm gonna drop something on you because you guys actually did a song for uh radio waves and gibberish the the mm -hmm. the uh all oh, the compilation for steadfast which kind of ties into this release too. And we'll get into that in a second, but that song, uh, was it restraint? Yeah. Restraint. Like, um, I was doing, uh, like two hours, three hours of radio every week back then. And we got that compilation and that song, like in the, like I'm in West Virginia. So we covered like Parkersburg, West Virginia, all the way down to like below Huntington, West Virginia and, and up into Kentucky and Ohio. And we played that song so much, like kids would request it all the time. And then all these years later, I'm like, I've heard, I've heard this. I'm like, and then I put two and two, get two together because, you know, we, I think around the time uh, the Bears His Teeth stuff, when you guys were starting to talk about that, I was like, wait a second. I started putting two to do together. And then you brought up the subsist stuff. And I'm like, we used to play that all the time <laughs> and now here we are and we're like what um so yeah that, that's that's so crazy and it totally it brings back so many crazy memories uh of, from that time frame but like that guy did such an awesome job mixing and mastering like it just it, it right. does it like just brings it so much up front in your face it, it's killer i love it i love it like it fits, um, it, fits it fits today's like stuff perfect mm -hmm. too like mm -hmm. i mean i I, unless I look at the pictures on your your Facebook, it, I can see it's from back then, but but it definitely fits today's mold and 
uh, it's killer stuff like he did a great job you know bringing it back to life so i don't know how you sit on something like that for 20 years but you, know, <laughs> you, guys, you guys did it so, so yeah so how did you hook up with so how did the whole working with steadfast and dropping bombs yeah how did that all how did that all happen yeah 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 so Eric Scoby uh, runs Dropping Bombs, and he he was uh, the the person that was part of a, a label called Akeldama Records. Um, so they did the first Subsist EP, um, and they also did a few other releases. Like the Pensive Seasons in the Field split is probably one that they're yeah. pretty well known for too. Um, and so you know Eric, we've always been in touch with Eric. He's always been a friend and a fan, like just like kind of the family number for us so he was he was someone that we reached out to um and he was just like man like I love you guys he wanted to do it he just wasn't <laughs> sure like <laughs> you know how it is but I right. think once he heard that once he heard the remix I think he was on board um <clears throat> and uh you know Matt Traxler just made sense to reach out to since we had that connection with the song Restraint um and once he heard that the remix he was like 100 on board and and super into it um he's been really really supportive and awesome and he wanted i just talked to him right before this so he says hi to you and <laughs> to you and adam baker yeah he said you're both great guys so no <laughs> i can hear him using that saying that in his voice too i know <laughs> <laughs> It's just like Matt has dropped so much stuff with Steadfast this last few years. Like yeah. he, they did the re-release, the Branston re-release. And, you know, they, they, we worked on those crazy, you know, like you said, you had uh, dat tapes that were hidden somewhere. I had dat tapes in a cigar box and found them <laughs> and was like, what should we do with these? And uh, Jeff Gretz was the one who's like, you should send them to Matt and see if he'd release it. And Matt did it. And so, you know, the Branson stuff, the old Zayo stuff, and now this, this subsists. And I think he even brought back Focus, an old Focus album. So he's been dropping crazy new stuff and then bringing back all this old school stuff. And it's been so good. So, yeah, man, that's awesome. It's, I love it. So are you guys playing shows? You got any more coming up? I know you've done a couple reunion. Yeah, we, we did the one reunion show. We don't have, we'd like to. Um, it's, it's just like two of the guys are in a band called Minsk on Relapse Records. Um, and they're kind of gearing things up with a new album, I think. Um, and then uh, Chris is in a band called Lark's Tongue that just put out something on consoling records. Um, and so, you know, they're all busy. Um, our singer lives in California. Uh, we'd like to this summer, like COVID willing. Right. Um, get together and, uh, and and do you know at least one or two shows. Well, I think it's funny you talk about the shows, right? So I gotta say, I I um I was on your Facebook and I'm looking at old pictures of old shows, and I was like, you know, that kind of looks like the show I went to this weekend. Like it kind of <laughs> came back around. Like everybody's dressed the same. They got the same clothes, except for the no Jankos. But you know, there's there's a lot of stuff there that is very similar. It's kind yeah. of uh, mind blowing. <laughs> it's definitely done like a full full circle yeah that's that's kind of you know perfect timing really because there's a little bit of a metalcore resurgence yeah, um, yeah. so yeah it's, it is good timing um and things are coming around so there's a lot of nostalgia for sure mm -hmm. it's cool so what's i know you guys got uh pre-buys coming up does, when does that drop 
Yeah, the, the pre-orders start uh, March 11th, so tomorrow. 11th. Um, nice. Though it won't be, you know, I'm sure this will come out after the fact. Um, and then the release date is May 6th. So oh, we're nice. It's coming up. We're super excited. It's 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 almost a year that I've you know we kind of started this process. So it's just it's it'll just be nice to get that out. Um, it's a lot of work. So has the have you guys leaked the artwork yet? Because I know what you sent me was like super awesome. I didn't get the yeah. I didn't get to throw that at Steven yet, so he he doesn't know what I'm talking about. But dude, it's killer looking. It's creepy. And it definitely has that metalcore vibe. Like, is that just some artwork that you guys, some somebody that you've been working with, or? Yeah, yeah, that was done by a longtime friend of the band, uh, Jeremiah Lambert. He he does a lot of illustration work. Um, he goes to comic cons all the time, um, and sells he sells stuff online. So he's. He's a great friend and like he was like the perfect partner to to do this. So that's all original art in there. Wow. Man, that Yeah, and it like... hasn't been it hasn't been leaked yet. Um we've we've got some snippets and some, you know, clips and stuff, but tomorrow on, you know, March 11th is when we'll unleash unleash it. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so we're going we're gonna to kind of like bridge this double trouble episode and we're going to bring somebody in, else in here. We're going we're gonna to talk with Adam and Matt about their other band called Bears His Teeth. And uh, which is weird because this is the like, honestly, like um, it's so weird talking to both of you because it's like it's like one of those things where you were so close to like running into each other and you never did. Like, I'm sure like it's one of those things where like you were in a city and then three weeks later I was in a city or something like that. It's just, it's just so crazy. And now here we are all these years later and we're having this conversation and we're talking about music that all of us in, were involved in back then and now, and here we get to come and we get to talk about this. So it's so awesome to have you guys on. Happy Makes me happy. But you guys wrote like two, uh, you, you guys did two killer singles in the, the middle of a crazy pandemic when it was at its height. Uh, I want to know how the heck you pulled it off. Number one <laughs> and number two, they're killer. They're just killer, killer songs. And I'm so, I'm so glad I've got, I got to check them out, but yeah. How, how did this one, how did this band come together? Cause you guys are kind of like a super group if I'm allowed to use that phrase, <laughs> but you kind of are. And you drop these two singles. Like how did all this come about? So we, um, as many people were doing when pandemic time hit and everybody's kind of stuck at home, uh, just kind of itching for things to do and talking online. And of course, there's just a group of us that we're friends with and we all listen to similar music. And somebody had said, I don't remember who it was, Matt, but somebody said like, do you guys want to try making some music? Like maybe a song or two and who's going to play what? I'll do this, I'll do that, okay. And well, who's going to sing? Oh, I could sing. Okay, we'll try that. And um, they literally just, we, we decided we were going to sound like Fiddlehead, which if you listen to both of those songs, we don't sound like Fiddlehead. We don't sound <laughs> anything like Fiddlehead. And largely because I quickly realized that I can't sing like the dude from Fiddlehead. I can only do me. So. <laughs> And uh, so we tried, we have, we do have a as close to Fiddlehead-esque song as we 
you're never going to hear. Um, and, uh, and then they just started writing some music and, uh, kind of sending parts back and forth. And, and we were putting those pieces together and sent something my way. And I laid down some vocals in a small closet in a house that my church owned, like just, <laughs> yeah, literally just kind of using a garage band, like guys, is this the button I push to record this? Like I, I had no idea. So I'm glad they turned out as well as they did because it was a hot mess bringing them together. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, what do you, what do you do in Bears' teeth? Um, I play guitar in Bears' teeth. Awesome. So in, in Subsist, I played bass. Um, after Subsist, I joined a band called Dead to Fall and played guitar in that band for a little while. So I've got a little bit of guitar playing experience, but I, I really took a like a 20 year break from music. Um, and just being in that chat group with Adam and all these guys, like just the nostalgia just got to me eventually. And I was just like, we yeah, let's let's try something. Awesome. awesome. The guitar tone's killer on the album or on the two songs but let me tell you something the bass tone because i'm a bass player so i'm going to bring it out the bass tone is so thick and huge and awesome it's it's i love everything about it but that's probably my favorite thing and i know i'm being biased because i'm a bass player but seriously it is so thick and so good i love it so much it's like oh it's just massive and it just oh it fills the room when you listen to it i love it so buddy daniel johnson plays bass on that Dang, and you should nice. check out his other band the bellin and the hammer because it sounds nothing like us <laughs> um, yeah but I'm, i daniel i'm doing my due diligence man i'm mentioning the other band there um, but yeah he just brought some serious thunder with that bass guitar like when we all heard it the first time it was like yes 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 so good so so what's the future what, what do you got? I, this is where I hope I don't get disappointed. Like, what is the future? Like, is there a full length coming? An, an EP at least? Like, what's happening? So I'm going to be really annoying as I approach the actual answer to what your your question is. Um, but uh, part of doing this is that it's pretty much a bunch of uh, dads doing life in their houses or doing full time jobs. Yeah. And uh, when when it's not the primary focus, it can be something that kind of stretches for a while and it's stretched for a while um and so it's turned into a collaborative process and we are bringing in all kinds of different musicians and old friends uh so we have special guests on this thing that will make you super happy nice. um and yes we do have about 12 songs in all nice. that we are uh, working to finish and it's working to finish that's where we are we're we're uh, <laughs> we're, we're striving <laughs> to uh, to make it happen so yeah i feel i feel pretty confident about it that it's been a journey and i'm excited for everybody to hear the other ones too awesome all right i can take that because you know uh wiley asked me it's been a year ago to to help out it's actually been a year about a year to work help him work on a, a project he's they're doing called redline and it has been a year and i just finally laid down the last two bass tracks for <laughs> the three song demo. So that's taken a year. So it's been a work in progress. So I totally understand the being a dad and working full time. I totally get that. So, yeah. It's, a, it's such a, it's such a different vibe than when yeah, you were young and like just you and the guys in the basement, you know, right. It <laughs> <laughs> just things, things, just life and, and things just drag. Um, 
So it'll be, it'll be, I mean, I'm so excited to get it out. I'm super happy with the 12 songs we have. So it's going to be great. Awesome. I think I, I actually think it works better when you can do it like this. Cause you actually get to take time and listen and then like maybe record something and you're like, no, no, like that would have been fine like 20 years ago, but I want to do something like this. And so you, you actually get to hone it a little bit more, I think than right. before when you that, have like, yeah. you've got three days in the studio and that's it. You don't have any more time. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of, yeah, that that's been a, a little too much freedom sometimes where we had, I think one song with like 30 some guitar layers. Um <laughs> So our, our other guitarist, his name is Nat, he plays in a band called Spaceships. Um, and so there's another band to check out too. But uh, yeah, we we sent them, uh, our our drummer at the time was mixing for us and we sent him the tracks and I think it just like blew his mind that we had like 30 different guitar. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. What's been really neat, though, about the length of time that this is taking, uh, at least for me, because I'm the lyricist as well, is that I, I'm writing these songs and kind of worrying, honestly, if they're going to be the same sort of impact as when I had written them originally and recorded them originally. Um, but for better or for worse, like we're still in the middle of so much of what I'm writing <laughs> right. about and talking right. about and, um, you know, politically socially everything um so i don't know that that's a celebration per se but it is something that um, <laughs> right it's pretty interesting just to kind of see how it's aging and i i'm i'm really excited for people to kind of hear these songs and not just musically but to spend time lyrically with what we're talking about and um hopefully it can be meaningful for people so I, I got that with the two singles already and i love the the hope like an ocean was it was pretty killer for me I connected with the lyrics big time, and I, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think the world will be fixed by the time the the songs get out. So, you know, people will be able to relate for sure. <laughs> well, it, and that kind of brings us into like some of the stuff that I want to talk to you before we go. Like, um, hardcore has always been like a beacon of hope in the midst of struggles in the midst of like political unrest, even if sometimes there's no answers that is given in the music or the lyrics, there's at least some sort of anxious ruckus that happens that brings some sort of relief. And, you know, uh, you know, Steven and I, and even, you know, Wiley in the, in the three years that we've done this, we've always uh, have moments in places where we've had shows where we got to talk about like, the hardcore scene, punk scene and mental health and how the two, like they're connected in so many ways and oh, way more positive than negative. I, I would say, um, I know there's been some negative stuff that's happened, but um, it just seems like the last two years with everything that's happened and everything that's going on, there seems to be a lot more. Hardcore has always kind of had that focus where it always talked about it, but it seems like the last two years, especially like, the B-Wall album that came out, the last two tuning albums that were that dropped in the last two years, which were so good, Change, One Step Closer's new album, like we talked a little bit with the singer uh, at the beginning of the year, like some of the stuff that he was talking about, you know, mental health and some different things. Even um, 
even the turnstile album that came out even though it's super fun and super awesome there's some deep subjects that those guys talk about and it's you know it opens up conversation and opens up the ability to like maybe be a little bit more open with one another and so i knew i was having you guys on and i know some of your background and stuff so i thought it'd be cool just to take a moment and just talk about like mental health in the hardcore scene and how like at least for us because i i kind of know some of our all of our backgrounds i know that we're super positive and and want to bring more hope in out of the outlets that we the art that we bring forth so you know and and steven with the the straight edge for christ and the stuff that he does with um suicide prevention and, and things like that i just thought it'd be cool to just take a few moments and talk about that if that's all right with you guys absolutely yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know uh, and i know like even from the lyrics from subsist and then bears his teeth like the, some of the stuff that you're talking about so um yeah like uh how, how do you I, now how to ask a question <laughs> no, out after i said, said that little thing like you know like how to ask a question <laughs> like that like how do you all see I, I guess do you guys see that the same thing like right now with some of the music that's coming out or yeah no i i agree i i think that like when i came up in hardcore it was like early earth crisis era and <laughs> zayo at the time was kind of as far as like preaching or or speaking directly like there was that same kind of vibe for me and i spent a lot of time with both bands and so hardcore right away for me and i was a kid coming out of like like some barely some punk rock but mostly like top 40 radio so it was tried by fire yeah um and right away i kind of knew that this was a place where people spoke their mind and they spoke clearly and directly and they could express their beliefs but they they couldn't do that without expecting to have others also speak clearly right back to them. Right. So your choice when you're confronted there is either to like mix it up with a bunch of crews in the pit and like to make, to, to embrace <laughs> violence, which is what some of the music could push you towards. Right. Or it's to say, you know, like, no, there's, there's this incredible beauty in a space where uh, many different ideas can come together where we can, we can hold on to things that are common and where we can respect one another's voices and demand that those voices are respected. And so that's why you have, um, like I see today, like the hardcore uh, being a space where uh, like some, from, as far as I'm concerned, some of the best hardcore being made right now is by LGBTQ people and by persons of color and people who are really speaking in, in very direct and honest ways about their experience and calling things, calling systems to account. Right. Um, and that's just, it's a refreshing, it's, it's a catharsis, which is really helpful in regard to mental health, having a space where we can bring uh, just whether it's our rage or our lament or our uncertainty, and we can scream it with others. And to know that like, at least here in this 40 minutes, other people get something of where I am. Even if the rest of the world is burning around us, like we can in, in, in for 40 minutes in a room in a basement somewhere, I can be with my people. And it's at least back in the day, it was like, I fueled myself up in those spaces in order to go back into the world. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it has, it, it taught me like so much of what I know about advocacy and community and supporting <laughs> one another and being honest, but also being like receptive of diversity and respecting one another. Like, 
like I was a therapist because I was a hardcore kid. I'm a pastor now because I was a hardcore kid. <laughs> like yeah. so, yeah, it's it's fueled everything. Yeah, I, I I just remember like going and playing shows like at the Canton Canton Y in Ohio, and you know being in a band that was full of Christians, but then there'd be a Hare Krishna band there. And then there'd be like a band like Groundwork or someone else who was definitely speaking in, uh, you know, uh, bringing awareness to the LGBTQ community when back in the 90s, that wasn't something that happened a whole lot. And, and, and just there being a place where all those ideas came out and nobody was pissed off at the other one, you, you just listened and you heard and then you went and bought each other's records and you talked and that compared to like normal life was just so weird. And there were so many things that I learned from those, just those times being at of all places, a hardcore show at a YWCA in the middle of nowhere. And it happened all the time from, from Ohio all the way to California to, to Canada and every place that we went, that's kind of how it was. And every show that I ever, any hardcore show I've ever been to, that's how it is. And it's so crazy to see things like bands like Godhead and uh safe that's come out now two killer records has come out and they're krishna bands and they're they're basically singing peace and everything else and it's and that message is just coming through and you could put that over here with with you know uh i was trying to think of just trying to come up with another band that kind of be in that same balance but those two worlds collide and they're speaking the same thing and it's just so cool to see that take place and um just the openness about well-being like it being okay to say i'm not okay and that message has gotten lost a lot and now it seems like it's coming back it's definitely coming back it's um it's pretty cool i actually i went to a show this weekend at a local vfw um so it was it's still there and it's a whole bunch of different people with different beliefs taking care of each other um you know, Sharon, like you said, but there's no, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like that that's actually coming back more. So like 10 years ago, I feel like people were just beating each other up. Um, <laughs> they kind of moved on from that a little bit. And, uh, but I feel like the music again, being released now in this, this whole thing that we've gone through has kind of brought that brotherhood and sisterhood back. And, um, and you're seeing it online, like, you know, clear as day. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And I, I love it. I just want to be a part of it. And I don't bring, you know, suicide prevention, because obviously I've struggled with um, addiction and, and depression. And, um, you know, everybody in the world has the, those, those fights. So to come together, no matter what your belief is, and, you know, my belief, and, and we can do that together, it's, it's pretty cool to have that happen. So, you know, I think hardcore is going to grow stronger and stronger. Um, from these bands like Be Well and you know Turnstile, obviously is getting all the publicity right now. But that's pretty cool. I, I, I they should eat it up because it's pretty cool stuff. <laughs> you know, it's a good time to be alive when it comes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's come back full circle. And I know some people are like it's always been around, and, and it has. But it just seems like right now it's that it's that hungry moment where all these great bands are are popping up, and it just feels like. You know, it feels like the early 90s. It feels like, you know, the, you know, the 80s. 
when world, the world needs it right now. Yeah. That, that's, that's what like, yeah. everybody really needs this. Cause you know, what we've been going through is just, you know, something that no one's ever been through before. So, you know, the only thing we have is each other and we got to be able to count on each other and, you know, have a backs. So it's, it's just, this is definitely what the world needs right now. And, and hardcore community has always been about brotherhood and sisterhood and, and taking care of each other like that. So, you know, it's thriving and it it's really cool to watch it take off again. So it's good stuff. I think that's, that's the, that's like the favorite thing. Like my favorite thing about hardcore was, is just a community. And like, I kind of like tuned out for 20 years. I came back, like all my friends are still here. Everyone's like, like kind of getting back into things. Like you said, it's, it's like picking back up again. Um, right. And it's just like, it's so easy now to reach out, especially with the internet and everything. And just like, I mean, it's just, I get chills. Like you said, VFW hall. And I was just like, Ooh, yeah. man, I was so like, that is like a trigger word for me because right? we, we played so many like, you know, Optimist club and VFW halls and like stuff like that with no stage, hot, yep. you know, sweaty, everyone like falling on you. Oh, and and not just played, but been to so many great shows like that. Um, it's just such a such a great time, and it's just so cool that that it's kind of coming back. Um, I uh, it's exciting. It's so it so is comeback. So I, was, I was talking to a couple of the um, artists, there, a couple of singers and stuff in the other bands, because everybody knows everybody, and they're like, "Yo, we're just trying to you know show the young kids how it how it is, and you know how to do it, and you know." it's kind of funny some of the conversations but um it it's cool you know I, you, I pulled up to the place and this is like right down the street from me but they've been having shows like every weekend um <laughs> since they the shows have come back so it, it's cool and I pull up and I see everyone's playing uh cornhole uh, in front of the, in front of the place before <laughs> before the setup and everything and you know and the next thing you know, everybody's rushing to um to set up because they realize it's you know past the opening doors and um, but it is funny because you know it's the it's the same people I, I see some of the same people from back in the day, um they're still there, so it's it's still alive. If I could just make one more comment about just connecting the mental health aspect of things with hardcore, yeah, um, yeah. I. I've been a hardcore kid for ages, but the point that's always been a somewhat of a point of frustration for me is that um, at some point kind of like giving voice to the need to, to rise up, to stand together, like it becomes sentimentality rather than action. Yeah. And, and the thing that I like, I love the fact that like, Stephen, what you're doing, um, there's others that are like saying like, we can actually use hardcore and the community of hardcore as a point of referral mm. to kids who are we can normalize mental health care right off the bat like everybody's on the mental health spectrum somewhere we're dealing Mm -hmm. with this guess what it is not only okay for you to have a therapist like you should totally have a therapist like let's make this happen like are you need uh, you know psychopharmacological support like that's not weird to take medicine and have a therapist like we can do this together um and i think that like that that is a, a pretty profound turn. And I, I love that there, there have been bands in the past that I listened to that were really kind of like open. Like right. here, you, you buy your CD, but you should also take uh, this, like Food Not Bombs and like do something with it, you know, like. Right, right. Um, and I love that. And I, I wanna see more of that. Like let's, like that's where like 
if 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 we want to see far less of the stuff that we lament and rage against right now, we actually take steps and have action behind the words and the songs that we're singing. Um, and I think there's so much like potential for that, and it's happening, mm-hmm. and it's super exciting. Yeah, I, I I I see it happening. Like because the some of the the folks that we've had on here in the past, they've been open about like the breakthrough for them was going in and talking to a therapist was meeting with someone and they, and they were normalizing it to like, it's okay. Like, like even if you're a punk kid, this is okay. It's all right to, to have those conversations. And, you know, and, and in some of my, some of my, you know, running into folks nowadays, it's like, I run into kids and they tell me their stories and they tell me that they they're going to therapy and they're going and they're, you know, they've been prescribed this or that. And there's almost like this little bit of shame attached to it. And I always try to be like, dude, like, no, there's, there's no shame in that. This is, no, this is a good thing that you're doing that. This is steps to health. Like think like steps before this, it was, you know, misery, it was pain, it was hurt, but now you're moving towards health. Like, this is a good thing. How could you don't, don't see this. I don't care what anybody said to you in the past. I don't care what anybody's told you that this is not a good thing. It's a good thing. I know Adam and you, you and I have talked about this before because I, you know, I shared some stuff with you, like here, here, at least where I'm from, it seems like it's not uh, a normal thing. And it, it's starting to change. The The conversations are changing. Uh, even, you know, both you and I both work in inside some of the church world and stuff. And at least for me over here on my side of the, the country, at least in some of the circles I run in, it's looked down upon. And I have gone out of my way for the last five years, at least to say, why are we looking at something that's good that's actually helping people that actually can be seen as miraculous right like it's a gift right it's it's actually in my opinion it's ministry it's uh, something that's very helpful and uh i know things have started to shift some but um i wish it was more open wish conversations could be more open like this where we can talk freely and say no this is a good thing this is not something to be ashamed of so i see more and more bands step up and say things like that or at least say hey this is what i've done to kind of say this is this is a good thing so awesome yeah (laughs) <laughs> i feel like no, i feel great. like we, super important we got, stuff we, yeah. we kind of like awesome. got, got real deep and stuff but it was good <laughs> but we're gonna lighten it up a little bit before we go how about this all right we we ask this we ask everybody this there's two things that we ask the first one's funny and that is what is your guilty pleasure the thing that if people knew that you either watched or listened to they would make fun of you for <laughs> what is it and if you would like to have a rundown the 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 one that has the highest percentage over the entire show has been the bachelor there are so many (laughs) that they watch either the bachelor or some sort of reality show that's like it it's hilarious that that has come out so yeah that's the bar the bachelor (laughs) i don't know matt you want to go ahead yeah, yeah, I can jump in. Um, I'd have to say it, it's not The Bachelor, but Big Brother would be. <laughs> Big, Brother. Big Brother's Big Brother's my, and if you can get access to a Big Brother Australia, that's that's the real big, that's the real reality gold. So, I'll go the extra mile and recommend Big Brother Australia. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's going on my list to watch. 
<laughs> for sure. <laughs> I think my real honest answer isn't even like a current thing. It's just something I still listen to and unfortunately know every word for and can hit most of the notes, although you wouldn't want to hear me do it. And it's <laughs> Justin Bieber's Purpose record from 2015. Oh. It is, uh, yeah, I'm saying that right now. There is, this is a shame-free zone. It is. I'm challenging all of you. I hear you judging me from a distance. It's not going to happen. Sometimes, you know, pop needs to be respected. It shapes the way, I'm not saying it's a good record. I'm just saying it's a record that I know and I will put on and sing all the way through. So, yeah, when you listen to these Bears' Teeth songs, just keep that in mind. Like maybe there's some shaping to happen. Yeah. Is, is, there, is there a cover coming? <laughs> oh, oh, God. I don't know if the world can handle that right now. <laughs> I, I think that'd take us like a year, probably. To <laughs> That's right. Ready. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So here's here's the last question, and that is what? It, well, no, there's we have more questions. I've got like two. Hey. I, I forgot. All right. So, do you guys drink coffee? I do. Matt, I do. <laughs> it was a delayed answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do. All right. So, it, what's your go-to coffee? Oh, this is co- I, this is coffee and hardcore. We got to talk coffee at least. I get it. It, <laughs> it is. Um, my go. I'm pretty uh pretty plain. Um, I'll do a Starbucks Sumatra, um, but a pour over. So that that's my go-to. Um, I don't get out much to go to good coffee shops or anything anymore. So it's kind of what I make do with. So I know Adam's exo- I know Adam's exotic because I have seen his posts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just itching. I mentioned here. So I've got like three recommendations, and awesome. one is going to be annoyingly local in that way where I'm going to describe it, and you're going to say that sounds incredible, and I'll say it is incredible. <laughs> and unless you come visit me in St. Louis, you're not getting any. So I'll start with that one. And there All is right. a place here, and it's only one place, and it's in the heart of the city. It's in a place called the Loop. Um, which is kind of like between worlds. Like we have something here called the Del Mar Divide. It's not the official name, but there's like the wealthy, predominantly white lower half of the city. And then there is the Northern half of the city where um, a lot of African-American people live and poverty is higher. And uh, so racism is real in the city, but in the heart of it, there's this strip between two universities. And this place is called Mashuga Cafe. Oh, and they're not named after the band, although I wonder <laughs> that every single time I walk through the doors. But they they have a local roaster do their stuff. Wow. And it's just, they only brew espresso, and they'll give you a full cup of it. And it's slightly frothy on top. They don't do anything at It is the most glorious cup of coffee, y'all. It nice. is just smooth and beautiful, and I love it. And that's my go-to in the city. And then there is a buddy of mine named Ryan Hammer lives in West Chicago. And if you ever go to West Chicago, you have to go to Kindred Coffee Roasters. Kindred is a small batch um, roaster. They do incredibly wonderful work. Uh, the, The notes and the layers in their coffee are just like it's like a beautiful, delicate web um, that you can can really hit with with every sip. So, those are my two like serious recommendations: Kindred and Meshuggah in St. Louis. And if you come to St. Louis, I will buy you a cup of Meshuggah. <laughs> I will buy it for you. 
awesome. And I'm sure I'm sure both of those are online because we, we will totally link to their stuff. That way people can find it. Except for Starbucks. <laughs> go, to, go to any any corner in the city, anywhere, and they'll find one. So it's fine. I'm just kidding. that's that that's why I that's why I hesitated when I answered. It's <laughs> a, a little bit of shame. No. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It's a shame-free zone. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's my my dad actually used my dad actually used to roast his own coffee beans. So I. I do come from a kind of a coffee snob family, but I just don't have the time to uh, be too snobby these days. Convenience is key for sure. And it's still better than Duncan's. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything you guys want to like promote, put out there, any bands you think people should check out? Like uh, that's normally how we close things out. Like I know, we're, you know, we'll definitely put links to, uh, all the subsist stuff and the, the the you know the the pre-orders and all that and then we'll put out the links for the the bears's teeth singles and all that but what else what else should we promote that you guys know of that we need to do so we would be remiss if we did not mention one of the more exciting small boutique labels that's happening right now who are big supporters of us and by us i mean bears his teeth um and that's friend club records and uh they have just they're signing a ton of really like interesting exciting bands it's a full scope uh they just uh signed intentionally signed the ukrainian a band wow. and are releasing a tape that's 100 percent of those proceeds are going to to benefit ukraine um nice. so friend, friend club records those guys are wonderful um if you're in a band and are looking for a solid label to release send stuff to them and um and on a side note, there's an album that I can't stop listening to, and it came out a little bit ago, um, but it's actually like a kind of folky record, and it's by a guy named Dennison Whitmer. And Dennison's been putting out records for a long time, but yeah. his, um, his American Foursquare album is wow. honestly one of the finest records I've listened to in the past two years. Like, it yeah. is just a, it's, he's, he's on, he's on top of his form, and it, it, uh, it moves me deeply. I put it on. My whole family loves it, but it's, it's a, a glorious record. And listen, Adam posts stuff all the time about what he's listening to, and it never fails. Like, he dropped, like, 10 or 20. I think it was, like, 10 or 15 artists. The other, it was, like, two <laughs> weeks ago or something. And I went through and found him on Spotify and listened to every single one of them. And I think there was only one that I wasn't into. So when Adam speaks, you should <laughs> but check it out. At least for me, it's been it, it's paid off, though. So. <laughs> Matt, you got anything that you wanna you you wanna throw out? Yeah, yeah. There's there's two bands that come to mind, um, and, and they're both fairly new. Uh, one is Exide. Um, they're on a new morality zine, um, and I think they just put out a two song <clears throat> like a promo CD. Um, the other band that I just recently discovered is out of Michigan called Wounded Touch. Uh, they just put an LP out and it's it's really good it's it's really like really in line with like kind of the subsist stuff where that it's that you know 2000s metalcore vibe um yep. so it's just super good yeah new morality has been dropping a lot of really awesome stuff that. lately too that CDO Oscure three song is tight like we we <laughs> Ruben uh messaged Wiley I think it was in January and he was it January Stephen like was or was it he was like yeah, can you, it was like all out of nowhere he's like can you guys review this for us and, and like we'll send you a song and like 
yeah it was, <laughs> it was like two <laughs> days before we dropped the episode but no we we did it but i was so glad we did because that album is just killer so yeah they've been dropping really good stuff lately so. they're on fire yeah well guys thank you for hanging out with us for a little bit and uh can't wait to uh drop this episode and can't wait to uh hear this subsist record man it's gonna be awesome gonna be huge y'all it's gonna yeah. be huge <laughs> this is adam saying that matt's not talking to himself <laughs> up that much although he should it's a massive amazing record so it good. Is. it's huge huge so yeah we can't wait to hear that and then somewhere down the road we'll hear the new bears his teeth stuff absolutely friends it probably it probably dropped the same time the red line stuff does (laughs) (laughs) awesome thank you guys for hanging out with us thanks thanks for having us us. thanks guys coffee 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 well hey it's that time we are going to talk coffee and uh what better way to close out this show like than to talk coffee we've had some great bands we've had some cool dudes hang out with us and we had some great albums to review and now we're going to review some coffee yeah what, what kind of coffee what kind of coffee you got well you got something good yeah i do got something good i'm going to talk about a white mocha latte that i had at a uh coffee shop here in west virginia it's in ripley west virginia it's about an hour maybe yeah about an hour from my house and a small town is ripley and it's called hallow beans hallow beans yes (laughs) it's a halloween themed (laughs) year-round halloween themed (laughs) coffee shop and it is anything that you if you could imagine something scary like the jump scare stuff around halloween the movies everything that's what's in this coffee shop it's so amazing uh they have they they do a good job like with with their look their feel um their their graphic design and all that which we'll, we'll put a link so you can check this stuff out they have great coffee they have amazing bagels like you would not think that west virginia would have good bagels but this place has bagels because they get them they get them from new york and right. and they've got all it's so good they got i i just can't explain it, it they've got bagels it's, it's just a really good coffee shop with a funny theme that works and right. uh, i just had straight up just i didn't know what to get so i just got their white mocha and it was delicious like um uh, you know i i'm known to have a little bit of a sweet tooth and it, and it wasn't too it wasn't overly sweet um the mocha definitely had a kick to it. It was had a, I got a little. I may have got an extra shot. I don't know, right. uh, but it was good. It was very, very good. Uh, my wife had something called a killer bee, which was like a honey, I, I, I'm, like a honey mocha kind of thing. And she, I, she said it was delicious and amazing. Uh, we had family with us, and they all got different stuff. And like seriously, everybody tried something. It all was good. This place is definitely. Some if you're in West Virginia and you're driving on I-77 and you go through Ripley, you gotta stop and and try Hallow Beans because you can get coffee and then you can go downstairs and they have an ice cream shop called I Scream Sunday. Oh. And <laughs> that's awesome. It's a horror-themed ice cream parlor. Uh it's safe for kids, it's not too scary, but it is seriously so good. Um, like 
unbelievable and uh everything about it's good and then if you want to buy a house in west virginia the people who own it have a realty (laughs) company in the same building called sold sister so you can get your coffee get some ice cream and then you know they got it going man (laughs) they got it going what a what a business model (laughs) i'm about about to get my car and leave yeah and (laughs) telling you right now some coffee houses, houses are cheap in West Virginia. Wait, right? I talked to you and Wiley and, and hear, hear what you guys are dealing with. I'm like, dude, you yeah. have three houses here. For, for right? um, but yeah, hollow beans, Ripley, West Virginia. It's, it's just excellent stuff. I, I, I even think my, cause my father-in-law was there and I think he just had a straight up coffee and it was, it was delicious. So That's we'll awesome. put a link for that. So you guys can check them out. But yeah. So what do you, what are you bringing this? What are you bringing this episode? So I'm going to bring um, a coffee, but it's a brand that you guys have already reviewed. So it, it's not new to the show, but um, it's the, the brand is Grounds and Hounds, but I'm going to bring a new flavor to your ear. Nice. So this flavor is called, it's Snow Day. And it's definitely, I think it's seasonal. So you better hurry up and get some before <laughs> it's gone. Because like you said, I have a sweet tooth. And if yeah. you have a sweet tooth, you, you definitely want to cash <laughs> on this because... It, it's killer. Me and my wife were like, this is really good. Like, like just like drinking it, staring at each other. Like we need to get more of this. So um, we stocked up, but um, it's a, a dark chocolate ginger graham cracker. Oh, and the beans are from uh, Sumatra, Papua New Guinea and Colombia. Um, believe the company's based out of Los Angeles. They are an awesome company because they do take a portion of their uh, profit and they donate it to animal rescue, um, which is super killer because that's kind of like right up our alley. Um, You know, so it, but it's really good. It's very, very sweet, um, but not over the top where you're like, this is a straight up dessert Um, is definitely like a a winter coffee. Um, Cold, cold day. This is perfect. Um, Cause like that graham cracker gets me like anything graham cracker, I mean, like, it's just one of those tastes that definitely that that cinnamon taste is, you know, is so good. Um, but yeah, this is this, this specific blend is, is something great. I think everybody would like it if you like that sweet, um, dessert taste, um, great, great brand. I, I think what they're doing is awesome. Um, the animal rescue, I know you guys have touched base on that and I know yeah. Wiley that hits Wiley's heart as well. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's killer. And I, I'm sure I know it's seasonal cause it's got on the, on the front of the package, it's got people like playing in snow and uh, it's got some cool artwork. Um, so it, it's going to be gone soon. So you better hurry up and, and order some right. now. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so as soon as you listen to this episode, you need to go to the grounds of hounds website and order it. Cause it's cause right. like by the time April hits, it's going to, it might be right. gone. I mean, I mean, then grab whatever's coming next. Cause again, it, the coffee in general, um, the brand is really good. They, they do yeah. a great job with, with everything I've ever had from them. So I, you know, um, it's, it's not overly expensive either. It's, it's pretty reasonable. Right. So it definitely, if you put that link up, I think people, you know, hop on there and see what you can do and, and right. grab some of that for sure. Definitely. Which reminds me like uh, just the subject matter of, of who the coffee company supports. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, there's a compilation coming out. Yes. In the near future. And uh, 
Has any of the graphics for that dropped yet? Are we allowed to talk about uh, that right now? Uh, we could talk about it. I, just I know the graphics haven't dropped yet, I don't think. Has um, any any, any any of the press release dropped for it? No, I don't think no? so. It, okay, well, pretty, we better not say anything. It's pretty <laughs> It's pretty stacked. That's all I can yeah. say. It's, it's, it's pretty a stacked. stacked comp. It's a stacked comp yeah. that's going to go go to uh, uh, a rescue for, for dogs. So, so mm. you might even know some idea after i said that but <laughs> but yeah 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 so you gotta check that out as well all right cool yeah. hey yep. fresh pots we just dropped some good good coffee for you to check out good stuff fresh pots fresh pots <laughs> damn good coffee and hot hey it's the end of the show we're it's about ready time. to say goodbye yeah um <laughs> what an episode right that was awesome. I mean, you know, talking to, to those guys, um, great stuff. A lot of new releases coming out. Yeah. Um, so this is going to give you like a, a taste and then, you know, these guys are all working on, on new stuff pretty much. So yeah, uh, it's, it's cool. It, it definitely was a great episode. Yeah. 2022 is looking like a crazy year for hardcore yeah, in general. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, coffee and hardcore. It looks like it's got some stuff coming too. So yeah, I I, <laughs> I like want to share like what we've got coming up for the next. Let's see, one, two, three, four, like five episodes. Right. Like, to give you a clue, like I'm even nervous. I'm like nervous about the next five episodes. Like, right. My mind is exploding by some of the guests <laughs> that we've got coming up. And, and one, like, I don't even know, like there's one coming up in the summer that I like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to contain myself because I remember, I remember as a young lad traveling from my humble abode in West Virginia as a kid and, and hopping in a vehicle that should not drive more than a half hour away (laughs) driving all the way to DC to see a certain band that we are going to be interviewing later in these episodes and like i'm like when i found out i was like are you kidding me like i tried right. I, I even wrote back and said huh <laughs> like are you serious <laughs> so um yeah then the next few episodes it's gonna be crazy wiley's gonna come back and hang out with us and and, and jump on some stuff with us as well he's finally yeah. off baby hiatus i think yeah you never you, you never really <laughs> leave baby hiatus you know <laughs> it's there forever but it's you know what i mean forever. yeah, yeah he, he's gonna be able to hang out some so he's coming back um i do want to say this thank you guys so much for man we're just three episodes in and you have been so awesome to to hang out with us to to like what's happening to even share this podcast on social media with your friends and stuff and so i want to ask if you haven't done so already please you can follow us now on uh spotify and actually rate us and i i just want you please to rate us give us a four or five if you don't want to give us a four or five then don't rate us at all, right? Right, right, right. yeah. Mix, Just mix leave said, it alone. Mix said five, not four. You right. said five. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so help us out with that. That just puts us, you know, higher up the chain, um, puts us in front of more folks so they can hear stuff like we're talking. Because, uh, and the same thing goes for iTunes. Like, help mm-hmm. us out there, rate us, share us. Um, and here's the deal. The whole reason why we started Coffee and Hardcore uh, wasn't for anything with us. We just thought it would be cool to talk about bands that that one, we like, and two, that are like newer and up and coming. And 
we think like this year, especially we've had some great killer bands that are out right now. That's definitely making an influence. And so we want to find more bands, uh, you know, like we want to, we want to bring up more bands like worth it and, uh, Godhead and, and, uh, what was uh, selfless? Like those guys, like, we, we, we're not just trying to find new stuff. This is stuff that we actually like, like um, big laugh, like trying to get that stuff out to you so you can hear it. It's new stuff. And, you know, of course we're going to talk old school stuff because that's where we all came from. Right. Like, Oh yeah. You know, we're Definitely. old, we're, we're old school nineties, hardcore kids that get to listen to this stuff now. So right. yeah. I it, just so stoked that you guys have been a part of that. So it, it's been awesome being a part of it. So I, I know it's been killer to, to fill in for, for Wiley. Um, and I, I think I'm going to stick around for a little while. So, oh yeah, uh, you have to, because yeah, Wiley, yeah. if you don't know Wiley and I have a nickname for you, if you didn't know, Did you know Oh no, no, I we, don't. <laughs> we call you the hardcore encyclopedia. Oh boy. <laughs> because it's like, it doesn't matter who the band is. It's like, if Wiley or I mentioned, Oh yeah, I listened to those guys. I, I caught them like, you know, two years ago or I found them like, a, I'm like, what? I thought I found something new and you're like, I already know about it. So yeah, that's all right. A, a guy at work was saying that same thing the other day. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I'm sure you probably listen to stuff. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I love music. Uh, it's definitely one of my, my, um, my things and, and coffee's right up there too. So it, it's a, a perfect blend for me. Right. And See, I, you know, so you, and no one better to, to, to do it with than you guys. So right. You fit right stuff. in. You're, oh, yeah. part of the, you're part of the family you can't leave now it's the same guy said that he goes he, he was listening to the show and, and contention came on he's like i think my ears fell off <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh man <laughs> that's awesome so yeah you're stuck with us now there you can't, oh, yeah. you can't leave. <laughs> no leaving no leaving now uh, so yeah hey thanks for hanging out with us guys and uh wow this has been episode three you're not going to believe what's coming up next. Oh, Episode yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, and beyond. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. we'll, so. ca- we'll, we'll catch you guys on the other side. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Hold on to your butts.